So welcome to another episode of Mismo by Miss Moy. Today we have one of my former colleagues and batchmates in our masters. Uh, this is Shane. Okay. So welcome. Hi. Good afternoon or good day. Good day. <laughs> yeah. So hi. Welcome to everyone. So siguro, um, yeah, uh, a little bit about yourself. Like how how's a typical day to uh, be. Like Ashan, like what is your typical day? Oh, okay. Uh, thank you, thank you, Miss Moy, for inviting me. And hello to everyone. Hello, hello to everyone who's listening. So it depends on if there is school or not. Okay. So uh, my day job is that I'm an owner of a digital marketing agency, and it involves a lot of coordination with my team. But since my team is 100% remote, even before the pandemic, um, we're used to it. Um, yeah, majority of my time is uh, dedicated to assigning tasks, approving creatives prior to submission. Um, I'm also the one publishing content. If, for example, content has been approved, um, it's a way for me to make sure that um, we're able to apply our or maintain uh, a certain amount of quality that that or standard of quality that we're after for for everything that we do as a digital marketing agency. So, if there's class uh, in in the Lasalle University and campus in San Basten, Mandaluyong, um, and that normally like last term, um, our only face-to-face class was during Monday. So I I nor I would always have to leave uh, Mandaluyong maybe latest at four uh, in the afternoon. Uh, earliest would be around three or three thirty. Drive to staff. Hope that there's parking. And then six to nine PM. That's my class. Yeah. So the the benefit of having night classes is that most likely there would be one or two slots that are available for parking, because otherwise, if my classes were in the morning or during you know peak hours, whether it's uh, uh, nine ten in the morning or maybe one one to four in the afternoon, uh, most likely I won't be able to park. Uh, I even have uh, like mga younger teachers in the department. Now, if they have if they have a morning class, they would have to go to campus at around maybe even before six in the morning. So I can't okay. do that. I'm not a not a I'm not a hardcore morning person. I, I wake up at eight thirty, start to work at nine thirty. <laughs> yeah, so so, but, so yeah, for for our listeners who are not based in Manila, grabi po talaga ang traffic and parking yeah. problems in in the yeah. Taft area. But yeah, so, uh, if so, there's no class, then <laughs> More or less the same. I'm usually able to finish work at around seven in the evening. By by that time, I'm I'm tired, so I'm not I'm not that young anymore. That I'm able to do OT. I even used to do like design work even at one in the morning, but I, I'm old now, so I can't I can't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think that that would be my follow up question, no? Because one of my or one of the common questions that are is being asked by the students is. Totoo ba na laging puyat pag nasa advertising industry or advertising related field? Totoo po ba yun? It depends on the type of ano, it depends on the type of advertising work. So for example, if it's above the line, meaning you're part of the teams that create commercials, uh, most likely there will always be puyatan. Like who they shoot or if, or overtime hanggang madaling araw or if you're the one who's editing the video, uh, it's gonna take uh, you know, a certain amount of hours for, for each output and usually 
it involves uh, working hours that are beyond uh, eight eight hours. But in our in our case, since it's digital uh, marketing only, um, we only focus on creating social media posts. So it's it may seem it may sound easy. It, it it definitely involves a lot of strategy planning back and forth revisions, and maybe maybe we're lucky enough that the clients that we have right now they're not as aggressive or as demanding as the clients that we had when we were starting out. So if I were to compare um, the clients that we had during maybe the first three years or four years of the company, some clients would call me at 11 in the evening, may papabago, may papatigil na ad, may, may idea na hindi, hindi siya makapaghintay ng the following day share with me. I, I had clients who are like that. I, I had clients who, who, are, who are men or dads and are probably avoiding spending time with their families. Oh, at at nine in the evening, dun sila magpapamiting. Yeah, Tayo nila tayong ilaw dito sa bahay, sa sa, sa kondo, nakabukas na lang sa desk lab. Then I'm meeting, I'm meeting with like mga three dads uh, to discuss whatever. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm lucky enough, or the company company is lucky enough that after the pandemic, we're able to recover. And the clients that we have, they're they're very family oriented. So even if there's timelines, deadlines. They, they, if 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 timelines and deadlines need to be adjusted, they can be adjusted. If there's an important thing that's happening in your family, whether you know someone is sick or someone is going through maternity leave or someone is getting married, like like last year, I got married last year. Yes, were, congratulations, Alet. Like, <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> One year church anniversary, na wow. Last last week, and I think. Or last, no. Tama ba? Sorry, nakalimutan ko na hagad. Recently, <laughs> recently. I, I saw your Very post recently. recently. Yes. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't posted yet. My, my wife just tagged me with her version of content. Uh-huh. So, my, my clients were like, oh, hindi mo na namin ikukulitin. Importante yan. Blah, blah. Even if, even if before, even if during, or even before I prep for the wedding, like taking a bath and, and dressing up or whatever, I was working at 6 in the morning, I was revising something. For example, I don't want I don't want it to be like during the actual ceremony, may mag message, may papa revise, may may papa post, whatever. So, yun. Um, I guess timing and luck plays a important plays an important role in in determining whether the the job entails something that's super uh, workload that's super demanding or not maybe if i work in a in a traditional advertising or digital marketing agency maybe baka, baka yeah, the lifestyle yeah, baka would be like that be but given that i i'm not like that and i and i own my my, my business oh I, I hate ot i hate working during weekends i hate working during holidays and that you know that transcends to my teammates and um I, I don't know if it's enough, if it's beneficial or effective but well, I, I've never been a yes person yeah <laughs> maybe it's important yung time management like okay this yeah. is this and then you set your own deadlines I guess yeah 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 so parang, since, since I know the amount of time necessary for each task and I know everything that's included in our contract since I'm the one you know typing everything and having everything approved um, I I don't say yes to everything, 
and I only say yes to things that we've discussed or maybe we can accommodate or baka, baka naman pwedeng ma-adjust yung deadline and stuff like that. So, uh, I guess parang makapal yung mukha ko to the point na really I know how to draw the line. I constantly no? negotiate. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I try as much as possible to draw the line. I negotiate timelines and deadlines as much as possible. I because yeah, to, to their benefit din naman yung given that majority of them are families. That's true. So we're, we're um go, going applying that and going back a little bit like to the past no. As a student, were you also like that? Like were you disorganized or like did you just learn how to be this kind of yung work management mo? Was was it like now or dati pa? I can honestly say that when I was younger, I worked harder. Yeah. Ngayon, parang, okay, I'm, I'm, we, we were able to hit our sales targets. We don't need to pitch anymore. <laughs> no class here. That, that's how sure I... Sure na. Uh, yeah. I guess, operate uh, in 2023. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm able to I'm able to pay for my employee salaries. I mean, I, I make sure I, that we have savings, that the company is profitable. Um, we don't want, we don't need to be uh, more aggressive than we need to be. And um, yeah, again, it, it sucked in, in being blessed. So, yeah, when I was younger and just Iba, managing the, the... myself, the, the drive was definitely there. The aggression was definitely there. The amount of hours working on different things, it was definitely there. Maybe also because um, when I was a student, I wasn't like my classmates who were people and hardcore. Uh, you, you know <laughs> yes, 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 yes. There are so, students out there na college pa lang, magaling na. After college, magaling pa rin. Maybe tipong, like, or, like in my batch. energy. Yeah. In, in my com arts batch, I was com arts, communication arts. I, the, the best students that we had, one is the VP for Corpcom of Makdo. One is uh, digital marketing manager of Nestle. Another one is a marketing manager of, of, of uh, Citibank. So those who actually excelled, even at a, at, at a young age, they were consistent that even throughout their professional career, lalo na ngayon, a lot of them are married, a lot of them have kids now. Um, they, they're consistent. Consistent at being excellent. In my case naman, I was a normal student. I, I failed a couple of subjects. I only, the only classes that I liked, those are the only one, classes that I had that I uh, that I had hard uh, good grades so I was very selective oh if I liked the class I, I'd work harder if I didn't like the class or if I didn't like the teacher I wouldn't <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> my, my favoritism is a subject <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah because but, it, it definitely took me a longer time to uh, achieve a certain amount of success compared to like my batchmates who you know college pa lang Early, uh, early 20s or 18, 18 19, 20. Parang they already know what their goals were. They were super hardworking. Grades were really good. Even, even at, even you know, even as a student of a course that's notorious for giving very, very low grades with standards yes. that are super high. Like, yeah. So, so kami, that, kami na <laughs> Yes, I think I think we're both of us can speak for. Our other batchmates, I guess, respective batchmates, never the average ones, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's if I can use that word, no. But but um, 
in line with that, now uh, fast forward na konte. Um, did you ever really want? I mean, did you envision yourself to be like a, a an entrepreneur, a business owner, and and also a teacher? Like, what? Now that you mentioned that you were an average student, did you ever like really want to be this? Like, what you are doing now, or did you have another path that you had in mind before? Alright, so on the creative business side of things, so if any of you, if any of your students are already into creatives, whether as a graphic designer, as a writer, as a content creator, do I, I actually always tell my students that if you want to be a content creator, do it now. Because it's it's being able to practice it yourself that allows you to learn um, how to approach different types of scenarios, whether it's shooting videos for food, shooting videos for product reviews. But anyway, during during college, we didn't have that. Um, yeah, um, before. Uh, when I when I was younger, I wanted to be part of the bigger agencies, but uh, I wasn't lucky enough to have those types of connections. Um, my my our version of com arts versus the com arts that exists now is that com arts now um, they're they're given the option to take electives, as a, as a college of business. So for example, oh I, I had I had a lot of com arts and orgcom students who are minoring in digital. In our in our time, there were there were no minors. Yeah, well, so, all the minors, no, the uso minors, no, no. <laughs> uso minors. Tapos, um, we didn't even have thesis. We didn't have OJT. So I think meron nang mayon. Pero it was definitely more beneficial to advertising and marketing students of of Lasal because they they can easily work with Nakan. They can easily work with all of these uh, big name agencies. Um, most especially if they've ano, done their internship there. So, arts, uh, wal- walang ganun when, when I was in college. So, my, my thinking was, okay, I'm gonna have a full-time job, but at the same time, I'll be free- freelance. Any extra time that I have, or ex- every any extra time that I had, would be dedicated to earning more. Because, of course, when we're, when we're just starting out, and in my case, I think my, my initial salary was, ah, When I was in college, I already started videoing and photography you know, as you know, a small, small projects. But my very first full-time job, my my salary was 14k. Oh, ni nakakala yung yeah, 14. Fast forward to, kailan ba ako na tao? Kailan ba ako na graduate? 2007, 2023 na mayon. More or less, the starting salary is around that range. So sabi ko, lit 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 ng saud ko. Sabi if you're working in an office. There are certain times in a day that you're not doing anything, so you have a choice. Do you want to do you want to just relax and watch, you know, different videos of whatever, different series, magnatorrent mo ng araw nyan, or do you use that time to learn other techniques, other strategies, other you know ways to do uh, uh ways to uh and how to use Photoshop. And you can also use that time to uh, work with clients. So, Shemper, that's definitely a sensitive topic. For that's definitely a sensitive topic topic for employers, because you wouldn't want your employees working on something else during work hours. Or time nila, or like, hindi mabib- they would feel na parang your attention will be separate. I guess. Yeah, yeah, and but that's that's probably one of the you know, the fears of uh, business owners when it comes to remote working. 
that you never really know if your if your employees are talk uh, on the work that you set yeah. them out to do. Tama. Right. Very, Tama, very, but but in my case, um, since I've always done that, ever since I started, I understand if my employees are doing the same. So you're and a lot of them are like that. Yeah. So you as a business owner now, you're very flexible, naman, with how you manage your your um, team. Yes. So every person, mayong there's a specific working arrangement. Like one one person is four hours a day lang. And then flexi time yun, output based. Another person is full ten to seven. Bala na siya what she does with her time. Yeah, before ten, after seven. Another guy naman output output based. Since his main client is based in the states, um, um, when he's awake, uh, he's able to work uh, on our stuff. And then another wow. guy naman, same thing. Has a full time job. Up to him na if he wants to work in the evening, if he wants to work in the morning. He wants to work during weekends. Just he's able to submit on or before the bedtime. So very, 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 very output based then, no? As long as they get delivered. So that definitely has pros and cons. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure you understand. Yeah. Say, if you're expecting something, and you know, you don't know when your employee is gonna start working on it. True. Um, or, or for example, I've I've had several instances where in. A graphic designer mas gusto niya mag magtrabaho ng madaling araw kaya magsasabit ng 4 in the morning kapag nag-respond ka na with reversions they're asleep and then when they wake up it's gonna take like an entire day again for them to, to, to get back to you with our work so yeah, yan, yeah. yun yung mga challenges that I had to learn um, over time and uh, uh, I, I guess for me it's still working I'm, not, I'm still not the kind of business owner would require people to go to the office. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, now that we're talking about employment, eh, no, and and your your um, what do you call this? Your team. Two things mm-hmm. that I two two uh, follow up questions. First, um, uh, do you do you still find taking your our masters important or mag-focus na lang talaga on building your like your credentials in internships or work or mm. like wh- mm-hmm. where do you where do you stand on that okay so it's definitely related to um, one of the reasons why i decided to teach about taking take up masters since it's a it's a hard requirement yeah it's, I mean, it's, um, remember that time when teachers who didn't have master's degrees were, were let go yeah because which is but anyway, that happened, and now, like definitely in the side, it's very research based. So research output yung ano yung criteria for promotions, for um, giving preference in terms of you know having more subjects, being able to teach in grad school, being able to teach in like MBA for example. That's but, true. Yeah. So uh, during MMC, ah. Going back pala, a few years pala, before before MMC. So I've always wanted to teach simply because I felt that there were some teachers who weren't really teaching well and doing their jobs. <laughs> and this was during college. Or I'm not learning anything. I, yeah. and that's very that's very biased coming from someone who's also selective. <laughs> when it comes to yes. subjects. Yeah. My, my favorite is when it comes to subjects, <laughs> but yeah. 
so so I wanted to teach in the communications department with Miss Diaz, who was the department chair during that time. I tell until I think until now, um, she said, "Oh, you need to take your masters." So okay, I applied for for like applied media studies, something like that. But I wasn't accepted uh, because um, during that time, um, grad students were finishing their course. So, madaming hindi natatapos. The, they the were prolonging. Itself, yeah. yeah. Okay. They were prolonging their degree to the point that no one's graduating. And that was one of the reasons why they weren't accepting student, to students during that time. Oh, that interesting. Was maybe 2008 to 2010, around that time. Okay. And then 2011, uh, my dad brought it up, or maybe 2010, uh, he said, oh, you need to take your master's. And uh, to, to, to inform the class, I am half Indian. So, of course, you can't <laughs> see my face. Miss Mike can just share photos. <laughs> may disclaimer um, talaga na ganun, ha? <laughs> so, so, I'm half Indian, half Filipino. And if your parents are Indian, most likely they're going to force you to take master's and then PhD. Or like MBA. And then, okay, masaya na sila dun. Simply because, like in India, um, an undergraduate degree is like entry level. So, really? all of the, all of, even even the rank and file employees and the blue collar job workers, uh, minimum wage. A lot of them are college graduates. But even here in the in the Philippines, in the man, you'd yeah, be yeah, surprised at mga job openings. Naganap sila ng security guard. Naganap sila ng ano na sales clerk like, whatever. Pero graduate ko for your ng grocery, yeah. Oh yeah. So and of course at the same time, my my cousins. Um, were a bit old, uh, a bit older than me. So mga at least four years older. Madami sa kanila, very well educated din. May MBA, may PhD. So okay. But my only criteria, my only, uh, I would agree to getting a uh, enrolling if my dad were to split that tuition with me. So yun lang yung my, smart, ano, smart. Yeah, <laughs> kasi given that my salary wasn't that high and given that I'm a provinciano, I've been renting ever since. Uh, even until now, even even as a married guy, we're still renting. Okay. Mahal, mahal eh. Mahal lang rent. <laughs> yes. uh, ma- mahal, mahal din mag-invest in a, in, a, in a place that you're gonna be living yes. there for like 20 years. So yes. it's, a, it's a very big decision. So, okay. yeah. So, okay, half-half tayo. And, then, and, and mahal ang tuition sa Lasal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, during my early 20s, until around 27, I think, Major bulk of my salary went into two things, uh, rent and school. So, medyo na ako. So, another another tip: don't don't rely on credit cards because I was oh, yes. you know, buried in debt <laughs> in credit cards during my earliest during my early years. Yun lang yung kaya ko pambayad ng date credit oh, card. Yes, yeah, so children, credit cards <laughs> are a no no. <laughs> But but you know, fast forward to adulthood. Um, I use credit cards for almost everything, um, simply because I know that I can pay for it. Yeah. Not like before, now you were paying for things that you didn't have money. Parang you didn't have money yet, pero feeling mo dami mong pera kasi matas yung credit limit. That's true. Yeah. Adulting. Anyway. Anyway, going back. So, um, I was finishing the degree, um, and then I was already telling some teachers like. Uh, I don't know if you remember Sir Arvin Olivia. Yeah. So he was he taught account management and digital marketing also. And then I was freelancing for him. 
So I parang I trained one of his graphic designers during that time. Um, Photoshop. Parang we had a 10 session type of thing na the training. And then you know, I was telling him uh, um, I I want to teach. And given that he had a lot of friends in the department, uh, like Sinbas Julie, he mentioned it to Dr. Luz, he mentioned it to Miss Irene, he mentioned it to almost everyone uh, introducing me. Um, when they were looking for someone who was going to teach, um, was that uh, LDY MKT2. And that was uh, design applications for marketing students like Photoshop and Illustrator. I wrote, oh, this is perfect for me. So again, luck, uh, right place, right time. Even before graduating, they already gave me the job. And the funny thing was that the, the teaching demo, which is definitely a hard requirement, it was yes. just done no formality sake. Nice. Yeah, parang nagduturo na ako sa kapa Richie. Richie, yeah. Yeah, si Richie ata yung ano yung umupo for the for the teaching demo. And um. So yeah, masters was very important because it allowed me to expand my network. My network was already good even prior to, you know, even prior to grad school because I worked in Unilever for two years as a graphic designer. Parang third party agency kami pero we worked in house. So dun palang I met a lot of brand managers, brand managers of Dove, Surf, Clear, Sunset, Close Up. A lot of them when they left. Siyempre, they carried on their, their legacy as the best brand ma- ma- managers here in the Philippines. May napunta sa GlaxoSmithKline, may napunta sa L'Oreal, may napunta sa um, Coke, may napunta sa Smart, etc. etc. So, on that side of things, may network was okay. So, every now and then, I'd get design projects. And even, you know, our initial seed capital for starting the business Uh, came from my freelancing work for Unilever Singapore, and that came from working for Unilever. Uh, I was able to design like packaging for Cornetto, na hindi available sa Philippines. So money from that I used to start the business, to invest, and to buy a second-hand car. Money that wouldn't otherwise have come from a regular nine-to-five agency job. So um, yeah. Uh, So ah, network. Network, yeah. Network so aside from system. getting all the design, but during that time and actually until now, I I'm more known to them as a graphic designer, mm-hmm. not as a digital guy. Because yeah, don't don't. So kailan nagshift? Kailan nagshift yung focus mo to digital? Um, I joined a small digital agency in 2013. I stayed there for uh, three years. I started out as a graphic designer, but because of the stuff that I learned in school, and because my boss during that time knew that I could easily implement it with our strategies, with how we sell our digital marketing services, with the way we would, you know, um, operate the, uh, 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 the uh, flow of production stuff like that. Parang for three years, he, he tried to convince me to be a strategist, even without a hardcore understanding of digital marketing. Kahit, kahit, na more, kahit na your background or your your work experience was more on designing talaga, strat, yes. Okay. My only knowledge of digital marketing came from my, our digital marketing 
prof during that time, Do- Sir Donald Lim. Oh, shout out to Sir Donald. <laughs> but, but at the same time, given that I was in a digital agency, so when I agreed to being a digital marketing strategist, we started working with a lot of suppliers. Suppliers for Google, suppliers for Spotify, suppliers for web development, suppliers for video production, and being able to work with all of these uh, individuals and teams and organizations allowed me to learn yung, I guess, um, uh, self-study uh, kind of knowledge when it comes to digital marketing. Kung ano yung pinapractice nila natin, tuwo nila sa akin, and we're able to learn. And I'm able to share that with my students. And because I was also given digital marketing as a subject in grad school naman, uh, uh, yeah, and because a lot of my students during that time or digital marketing practitioners still have an exchange of knowledge continuous lang. Whatever I learn from work, I teach my students. Whatever I learn yeah. from my students, I apply in work. So, continuous na umiigit lang. And I guess umabot sa point na uh, sina Meta kasi, sina Facebook, Meta, Google, they only care about you. They only care about your agency if you're spending enough on ads. And we're lucky enough that uh, yeah. some of our clients spend a lot. Spend a lot. So we also get training. We also get. Uh, I, I have a contact in Meta in Singapore. Yeah, wow. we get free training simply because our clients spend a lot on ads. <laughs> Interesting. So, so on that the, note, oh, so just to uh, to to wrap up the to answer the question, um, I would the the company wouldn't be able to grow without me being able to meet all of the clients and partners that I had and have coming from grad school. Kasi grad school paved the way for the digital marketing side of my career. So it's really a balance of uh, your talent and mm. uh, your talent slash what you know and who mm. you know. Right? Right. right, right. And being sigurista na you have plan B, plan C, plan D. Kasi I wouldn't have started this company if I wasn't teaching. Ah. <laughs> my, my, my plan ko pa noon was, okay, I, I have savings that would allow me to survive for the entire year. Tipid. Ah, tipid. If I wasn't able to close any accounts within one year, I would still have additional income coming from classes, coming from you know yeah, a part-time teacher. But yeah. again, luck and timing. During the first years of our company, the previous company that I worked with got bankrupt oh, and closed down. Sucks. And all of the clients that they had approached me. And oh, a lot of them wow. jumped and became our clients. Wow! And so, that's why you luck. And I guess you're pretty yes. good at it also, <laughs> what you're doing. Okay. Okay, siguro I have some... Uh, I have some questions kakapadalan lang ng aking students um, on your last note no about uh, teaching and money and timing and the whole industry um, as a whole um, I think this is in relation to to that no would you say na there, there is really big money in advertising you think um, there's a lot of opportunity to earn in digital marketing not necessarily just advertising okay. say advertising can be two ways it's 
being an advertising specialist if it's digital syempre you have to learn the ano the best practices on Facebook ads, IG ads, YouTube ads, TikTok ads, Google ads, and I don't know everything. No, I'm just one guy. Okay. That's why when it comes to Facebook and IG, sure, I can do that. But if it's gonna be a TikTok ad, if it's gonna be a YouTube ad, if it's gonna be a Google ad, we have um, ad specialists who are uh, very much experienced when it comes to that. And that's, you know, that's media planning by investment. Okay. Another aspect to advertising is the production side of things. Do you want to be a director? Do you want to be a graphic designer? Uh, graphic designer, definitely. Do you want to be a videographer? Do you want to be a copywriter? Do you want to be part of production? So there, there are definitely a lot of opportunities, and maybe it's just a matter of of picking what's you know what's what's aligned with your interests as a person. If you like writing, you can be a copywriter. If you're into photography, start practicing photography as early as possible. If you're into videography, kahit phone mo lang yung gamit mo, there's so many tutorials already on Instagram and YouTube in order to maximize that the, any any device that you already have. And then you know maybe maybe once you get to convince people of your worth and your your creative your creativity and the and the value of your work, then upgrade upgrade to a better phone, upgrade to a camera, upgrade your lights. Learn more things coming from you know a lot of online resources, and uh, I I even was watching I I was watching a like a like a podcast from a Wall Street Journal on YouTube, and um, the interview was about this marketing intern or marketing officer who got laid off, and because of her knowledge in marketing, she said hey, she's 22 years. Parang uh, if I can't earn a living being an influencer. Um, is it gonna work out if I manage influencers myself? Oyo, kaya na. That, that's a good idea. That's another side. That's another aspect to it, but you're yeah. you're the one negotiating the terms. You're the one, uh, you know, um, assuring your clients now. Okay, this is the type of data that you can receive. You are the one searching out all of the talents that are out there. You know, depending on what brands, what industries you want to, you know, you need to work with or you need to work on, and then. Um, bahala, uh, normally the, the the cut for influencer marketing agencies is like 30 percent of the talent. Yeah. So there are there are yeah there there are uh, and 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 the benefit of working with an influencer marketing agency as a content creator is that mawawala na yung sakit ng ulo of negotiating with clients and you can just True. focus on being creative. True, and um. Sige, the second question that came in is in relation to that, no? Because, um, diba, there's a stereotype that when you're in the industry, anything related to advertising, marketing, entertainment, all that, all that, 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 all the industry that coincides with each other, um, the student said, can someone who is soft-spoken and not that creatively inclined be in the, in this uh, industry? Yes. Um, there are uh, certain aspects to the job that involve uh, talking to a lot of people, and that uh, the, the types of jobs are like if you're an account executive, account manager, a sales uh, person, uh, an accounts director, uh, a strategist would also involve you know talking to and a lot of people. But if you're you know if you're an introvert, if you're shy, you don't like. Na, na, na yung energy mo kung daming kumakausap sa'yo 
like me, you know, in real life, I don't talk. Yes, you don't. You're, you're a very shy person. <laughs> uh, as a as a as a human being, I, I don't talk. But if it's work related, if if I'm teaching, something something to clients, you know, it's at least for me, it's something that I can turn on and turn off. Um, but yeah, um, there are a lot of those who are in the creative industry. Don't like you know um, talking to a lot of people in the nobles and they thrive on on. Uh, Um, being writers, being graphic designers, being video editors, you know, just working alone, working in a coffee shop, working when everyone else is sleeping, and it's it's definitely possible. It's not it's not a world that's ex- that's exclusive to extroverts. Yeah, and in relation to that, um, is it another stereotypical question that we need to bust? Um, is it true that the like? advertising or marketing that the, the this whole industry is or is or can be toxic at some point and why do you think it is toxic uh so toxicity can come from two things uh number one is the people that you work with internally so it's either co-workers or upper management not not all workplaces are harmonious not all bosses are nice Simply put, there are a lot of bosses yes. out there who are very demanding to the point that they, you know, uh, always always are crossing lines. I have definitely had my fair share of resigning from yeah. companies simply because I didn't like how the bosses were. Like, I didn't like how the bosses were so, you know, um, mean to uh, staff. Versus executives, I didn't like how bosses were. Some some bosses weren't that bright. Kapag feeling mo you're better than them, or parang they're not they're they're not taking the company to the right direction. Yeah. So you leave that company. Like that. So and definitely, I'm I'm sure there are a lot of workplaces out there. Now maybe you're not you know um in in a good working relationship with your coworkers with your office mates. Maybe. may ingitan, maybe may um, not, not not all personalities are, maybe there are personalities that are clashing. So that's that's internal. Externally, no man, it can come from clients. Mm-hmm. So just like what I said, I've had my fair share of um, so... notorious clients who call you up at 11 in the evening because hindi nila hindi sila mapaghintay the following morning. Patay na lahat ng ilaw, malapit ka lang makulog. Or may magwa-whatsapp sa'yo, kailangan pagpatay, kailangan patigil yung ad. Eh, hindi talaga may iwasan yun, no? Hindi talaga Or, hindi talaga may iwasan. Or, uh, just like, uh, the, the other example that I mentioned, yung mga, yung mga dads who were avoiding responsibilities at papamiting sila sa gabi. Because yeah. I, I know that there are a lot who are like that. Parang, yeah. they, they, they're alive. And they're not taking care of their family at home. They're, true, they're true. working. Yeah. So yeah, um, there are a lot more. You know, there are a lot of more stereotypes that somehow are true. And mm. uh, the last question that we have here is that, as part of this industry, um, how would you, or how, how would you continue? Well, aside from from teaching and doing your work, your um, agency, no. Um, is there like a word for you, I guess, that would uh, describe or inspire other people to really pursue 
um, a career in this industry mm. or take a course related like if I call com arts ka mm. or like other courses that are related to this industry kasi nga um, based on the just to give an idea I don't know how it is now in, in Lasal no? but in, in this specific mm. uh, um, school uh, my students hindi ang konti na nila I think their batch is hindi uh, pa yata 20 they're very mm-hmm. they're a very the small batches. okay yeah so parang how would you if you, as a teacher and maybe as a as a business owner as well how would you think or how would you advertise or market this is this a word is there a word that you can use also mm-hmm. siguro kasi yun nga commerce yung undergraduate ko and we were, we were basically brainwashed to hate capitalism <laughs> that's, yeah. that's our training. Well, we, we were, we were, we were. I guess not. Not all teachers were like that. But we definitely had teachers who were like that. Na parang, yeah. oh, it's the hegemony. It's the hegemony. It's the power. It's the, it's the, I know, it's the, it's society. Well, yeah. You, 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 you don't need to society, etc. Uh-huh. But all of the, all of the business knowledge definitely came from grad school. And at the same time, it was also being able to jump from one job to another, um, trying to get a feel of different aspects of advertising and marketing for me to understand what I liked and didn't like. So I tried being in sales. I, didn't, I hated it. I tried being an accounts guy. Okay naman. I tried being creatives. Okay naman. Di na ako mabut sa point that I was also in events or in PR. But if I continued being, ano, being an, an employee, I probably would have tried everything. Yeah. Um, so, it wouldn't be a, 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 a one word, but more of a phrase, and that is, don't don't stop learning. Don't stop learning. So try See, even, out. Yeah, because even me, like like before our call, I was watching a lot of videos on how to do lighting. Lighting, like in photography, lighting. Yeah, lighting for photography and lighting for videography. Oh, interesting. Uh, but our our training in commerce parang, at least with the teachers that we had or I guess yeah. I didn't I wasn't able to take that subject pero wait may, yung, prod in commerce? Prod? may prod pero it was for TV production not necessarily for photography hindi ko na take oh, yung subject no. na yun hindi ko na take was it an elective back then? photography? siguro, po, siguro puno ah, the photography that we had was film the, the one that oh. I was able to take was okay. film photography. Pero lighting, uh, I, was able, I was able to take. So, okay. yun. There, like, me. even now, na, kunyari, if we have uh, a, a video requirement, kailangan gumawa ng AVP, and I definitely partner with, you know, depending on the scope of work, kung isang tao ba kaya, or maybe it's an entire team. Siyempre, I'm the, I'm the only one, I'm the, uh, the only thing that I'm doing is just, you know, negotiating, maybe having in, when it comes to the concept, but you know, I'm no longer the guy who's, who's doing the work. But yeah. in, in my case, I still would want to know the, the best practices of um, doing like, the product reviews. Are, yeah. Yeah. Doing product reviews, even in the living room. What's the, what's, the, what's the best lens for that? What's the best lighting for that? What's the way to approach it? Even, even last year, we, we tried to attempt, we attempted doing more shoots at home for our clients. So I, I, I bought like mga, my mga backgrounds on Shopee. I bought mga soft boxes. 
So yun, still there there are so many things that I still would want to learn and try and I don't think it's been enough. Wow, great. So I think um let's uh pull down kumbaga the conversation. So um yeah, any any other um tips or like that you want to add to that because I I am pretty sure medyo uh, marami na kayong tips like maybe um last few words before we say good our goodbyes. Um may siguro Uh, when it comes to advertising, marketing, and digital uh, production or production for social media, bulk of it is really content creation. So the majority of the stuff that we're going to be doing yeah, is involved with creating content, whether it's short-form content or long-form content. So my advice is, as early as now, learn how to create content. Even with whatever device that you have at home, whether it's a phone or maybe you have a camera already, learn how to create content and don't be overwhelmed with the quality of content that you might see or can see on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram because they've definitely been, been doing that longer than you. So, yun din yung problema ko when I was in college, eh. Parang, yeah, oh, I wanted to be a photographer. Mm. Yeah, I wanted to be a photographer pero mahal-mahal ng gamit. And then, every time I'd see, like, mga the best work from the photographer from, from photos, from photographers, Uh, who were presented by our teachers I can't do something like that it's so hard so parang nag, nag self-discourage ako na ang mahal ng photography or maybe I can't do that and um, there was no one telling me na don't be you know, don't be overwhelmed with the quality of work that they can do because it took them their entire lives to get to that and you also have your entire life to reach that point so yeah Yeah. If, if, yeah. So try try making more content. <laughs> try making more content. Try making content. Don't be discouraged with the gadget that you have, and um, always uh, try something new. You know? educate yourself. Yeah. And um, where can uh, your our listeners um, contact you, or like, do you have a public social media that um, they can look at, like for your photography or your agency? Um, maybe your students can just check, check out our uh, Facebook and Instagram account. It's uh, at Studio Biliarity. Uh, and we also have a website, but it's not updated regularly. Uh, we wish, I wish, that we were able to update <laughs> our online channels regularly. I mean, uh, nga lang, majority of our time is spent on uh, work for our clients. But yeah, we, they can definitely uh, browse through the stuff that we've done. Either for our digital marketing clients or for the purely creative development clients, lalo na for the Unilever ones. Yeah, and uh, my my last follow up question, pala, do you accept internships, Badal? Hmm. Yeah. So my 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 problem with interns, and we have we have how many interns do we have right now? Uh, one, two, three. Siguro four na active, and then two na parang reserve more or less. The problem, interns are definitely useful. I said they're we're able to offload tasks. Interns are able to learn. Interns are able to work directly with clients. If I give if I give them the freedom, the power, and the responsibility, but at the same time they tend to be inconsistent. So, Shamper, I'm not you know, I'm not you know discouraging, um, discouraging students to to apply as interns, but 
You know naman what happens when there's midterms, there's finals, there's org work. Yes. I'm, I'm asking is... for something. Anyway, deadline is today. Pag hindi ko respond yung you just it's yan. Tape them like the whole week to reply. And then say, yeah. sir, I'm oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So it's still not yung yung accountability of of being able to manage the the workload that you that you give them. Parang it's not there yet. Pero I, we still definitely have interns. Lalo na, lalo na for the ano, uh, research side of things. Like for example, uh, conceptualizing topics yeah. or helping out when it comes to community management or for example, if there's an event that kailangan ng, ng person na cover by ID stories or may, may malaking shoot, kailangan ng, tao, kailangan ng extra person who can help the, the team out so, or if the person is capable enough to, to write or to design, then they can also help us create content. Okay, so again, um, what, what what is the, can you mention again your Instagram for our listeners? Uh, so, the company Studio Biliare and the uh, Facebook and Instagram accounts are Studio Biliare PH. PH. Okay, sige. So, um, Thank you for um, giving one hour of your time to for oh, this. Thank you, Ren. Um, um, I, I, I'm pretty sure our listeners are very much appreciative of um, your tips and suggestions and your life lessons. <laughs> Ayan. So thank you again. 